up, guys? It is Hot Take Without the oh, Hot Take here, and we are back for for another Friday of Junior Senior Two Views. Uh, let's um, let's get started. Uh, it's been a ridiculous week of just People happenings. Dealing and dealing. Yep. So let's talk about the big one first. Russell Wilson goes to the Broncos. Um, wow. This is a trade that I don't think anyone saw coming. No one saw this trade coming, especially not to the Broncos. Uh, now the AFC West probably looks like the most competitive division in football. What do you, what do you think? So, yeah, I mean, I saw this and was pretty impressed by a couple of things from that. Is that obviously Denver had to go in. Yeah. They were pushing all in for somebody. We know that they were desperate. They for needed a quarterback. quarterback. The Teddy Bridgewater experience has failed, and Drew Locke wasn't the answer. So Drew Locke going over to Seattle is no big deal to them. He won't be the starter. He will be off the bench. Well, are they going to start Geno Smith over again? They're going to find somebody else. Look, this puts Seattle in front of looking for another quarterback. Well, this, I, well, I think, well, I think Seattle. I think Drew Locke still has a bit of upside. If they develop yeah. him correctly, he could be decent. It, it, look, it's a, it's definitely an upgrade for Denver. They needed this. This has been the biggest move since they got because they needed they needed an offense. You That's, can't. And the thing is, you can't you can't slouch about Russell. And also, here's the full trade. So Drew Locke goes to Seattle along with no offense, Shelby Harris, and here's the draft compensation. Two. First round picks, two second rounders, and a fifth. And Denver get a fourth right. along with Wilson. That's not bad value for Seattle, but they could have gotten more last year. It was reportedly the Bears were offering four first rounders yeah. along with a, with yeah. two starters. Well, at the time, it, it, I think it's different this time. I think last year Russell Wilson was rumbling about it, but maybe not carrying through and saying, yeah, that's what I want to do. Maybe he gave himself... One more season to figure it out. And obviously for Seattle, this is a reset. They had no first-round yep. picks. They lost Jamal Adams. That pick went to the Jets. Yep. So they had to reset the whole thing. Russell Wilson's record, 148-1 and in 149 games. Yep. He's no slouch. Yeah. Does it mean that Denver wins the West? Hell no. No. Because he's got to face... They're in the best quarterbacks twice in one season. And also, um, what's good for Seattle is... They lost their, a top 10 pick because they traded for Jamal Adams. They go back into the top 10 because they get Denver's, uh, I think, ninth overall pick yeah. this draft. So It's a reset. This is what they had to do. And so why not do it now? Russell Wilson has about, you know, three, four years left of really stellar play. Again, he's this, 33. He's got so, three or four years yeah. left. This, this, this helps. Denver be a contender. Well, this is a small window of success, and they need to build quickly. Billy. They'll need, they need to build quickly. But, okay. Uh, Carson is a commie. Commander and, Carson no, we're reporting ca- for duty. We're calling them the commies. I don't care. We're not calling them the commanders. Commander Carson Wentz reporting for duty. So, I had no choice. We, we, well, well, we had The Colts had to do it. It's as simple as that. And they, didn't, they got significantly less of a haul than they traded to the Eagles for him. Well, they traded the first round. So. Yeah. What... I don't know what this does. I does it people look at it from one angle, going, it's the commanders, they're useless to it. You know what? Russell Wilson and Baron Rodgers were not going anywhere near, near that franchise. That, no. So this is this was a desperation move. They're also footing a bill for for Wentz's contract. He's yeah. owed twenty eight million on top of five. They're paying the whole thing. They're not gonna but 
I feel like this doesn't really change um, Washington's outlook. They're still a bad team. They've still got a really terrible offense, a defense that's has got a nice front four, but the rest of it is their secondary is wrecked. Their offensive line is wrecked. So, it's also the AFC East. Yeah. The NFC East, sorry. NFC East. NFC least. Yeah. So you think about it. He's got to go back to – he's got to go – next season he's playing at In Philadelphia Philly. and hosting Philly and – on the schedule, as luck would have it, he's going back to Indianapolis for homecoming. Oh, so, no. So, you know, I think potentially he could split with each of the teams he's going up against. Um, this is kind of the end of the road for Carson Wentz. Yeah. Like, it used to be Cleveland being the end of the road. It's now Washington. Yeah. So, this is his last chance to You're be going. Started. He's going to the worst uh, stadium in and football. And you know what? The last two games were what sunk him. Yeah. Particularly the last game against Jacksonville. Oh, that was... If they got to the playoffs, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Ja- that, ja- I don't know what it is with Jacksonville sinking potential franchise quarterbacks. First it was Dan Marino, then it was Carson Wentz. Because... Dan Marino didn't play for Jacksonville. No, against Jacksonville. What? Against Jacksonville. In that in that famous 2000 game where he stunk up the joint. Okay. Remember so, that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, I think some context here. Now you have the Colts. If you look on the other side of the coin... They need a quarterback. Yeah. I have a name, and they should be pursuing him. Not Jimmy Garoppolo, because he'll get he's a bag of bones. Mitchell Trubisky should be your starting quarterback. What? It. Trubisky on the 20 Colts? 20 12 as a starter. He's for, ready to go. For a, t- for a team that's that's got that needs a good quarterback? Well, Trubisky's I, I a bust! I think he's a good quarterback. Trubisky's a bust! That and Nagy destroyed him. That's all I need to the know. The Nickelodeon valuable player is a bust. Matt Nagy destroyed him, and he still had a good record as a starter. Next. Rodgers is going to be staying home, reportedly. Who even, cares? But we, That's <laughs> good! The end of it all! But we... But, um, apparent... apparent so, report... Um, Ian Rappaport is said that Rodgers is planning to sign a five-year, $200 million extension, which will make him the highest-paid NFL player Whatever. ever. But he said, no, yeah. I haven't signed Hope an extension. The I'm only, yeah, he said, I'm only back for one year, or I am coming back next season. It's a big cup of who cares for me. Because you hate Rodgers. No, what it also does is it, it, unfilters, it, it unfilters the news cycle. Because everybody spends all day wondering, what's Aaron Rodgers eating? When's his next bowel movement? When's his next toilet? <laughs> Nobody needs to know anymore because he holds up the whole scenario. This is what we, this is what I was saying. Where are you going? You've got to come back to – we just have a chance. The Packers got bigger problems anyway. We know this. Yeah, Jamal Adams is still a free agent this so offseason. Devontae but, Adams. Devontae right. Adams. So you have They're to probably going to lose to Darius Smith. I mean, so you, you get him back and you give him all this money – you got to figure out where the rest of the money is going to go. And Bakhtiari's only got two years left on his rookie contract, so what are you going to do there? So, you know what? Good. Stay where you are. I don't, I mean, you have, a, of course you're in the NFC North. You're going to win. Your only real competition is Minnesota. And I'm happy that he made a decision now, rather than going, I don't know, and going on Pat McAfee going, I don't know. You know, we know now. Stay where you are. <laughs> uh, this was a really unexpected trade that came through today. Khalil Mack is a charger. For, so the Bears have decided, yep, blowing yeah. it up. Blowing it up. Nope. And Press the button. You know they gave up a significant haul to get him. They gave up, I think, two first-rounders and, like, three seconds to get him from from the Raiders. Uh-huh. 
and the Raiders blew those picks anyway. Yeah. But now they only they only get back a second and a sixth in 2023. Both of them in 2023. Yeah. yeah um. I get. I I get it. I also get thought about this very carefully. Yep. This isn't just about the the LA Chargers. It's about their roommate that they're yep. sharing SoFi Stadium yep. with. The, you now have the world champion Rams and you're the Chargers who occupy the same building. The only other teams that occupy a building happen to be in the East Coast with the Jets and the Giants. Yep. So now you're looking over your neighbor going, they get to hoist up their banners and what do you got? Nothing. So, you didn't make the playoffs. You got but a good quarterback. This, you got a good offense. This is, this is potentially good. But it's their defense, which was the problem. And now you've got probably the best pass rush on paper in the league with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Right. That is, And it's about against yeah. your Western foes. And Khalil yeah. Mack has got at least three to four more years of elite play yeah. with neither injury nor character concerns. Yeah. So this is going to be big for L.A., but they still need to... Um, tweak a couple things in the secondary, which they'll probably fix in the draft. And not go for fourth down all the time. That's to you, the coach. Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley, I got the next one. Lives and dies by the analytics sword. Yeah, too much, too much. Let's see what we got here. We have Ben Simmons homecoming. It was was temptuous. (laughs) It was very temptuous. There was everybody talking about, oh, you know, he really should go. Everybody's worried about safety. Philly fans are the worst. I don't think much happened. Well, well, the only the only big couple of things that happened. I mean, he got smoked. So yeah, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But when he went onto the floor, he was booed, obviously, with barely anybody in the stadium. And then, um, as when he made a dunk, they cheered sarcastically. They they sarcastically cheered because he passed up a dunk in Game Seven. Um, and then. They what? And then you had a fan behind him yelling at him, yeah. and he subsequently got kicked out of the arena. Right. And Philly got worked by the Nets. They got absolutely pummeled. And Simmons was sitting by, with his uh, his best friend Patty Mills on the sidelines. Both of them were smiling. Yeah. So um, one twenty nine to one hundred. Yeah. The Nets. The Nets did well. I mean, KD, Kyrie. What he can say. I don't know if it means much on a needle. I think I think maybe perhaps it was one of those games that Harden passed Reggie Miller. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those games I think that the Sixers got G'd up for, but didn't come to the table. Yeah, they committed a lot of turnovers, and, and Harden was pretty terrible. And he was pretty terrible. So I don't know if it changes things. I think for the Nets, they're more in a desperate situation to try to creep up and not have to be in a play-in. Um, I, I'm not sure what that does, but you know, again, it would have been nice to see. If Ben Simmons was able to play, yeah. then he could shut people up by saying, "This is what I can do." Yeah. So it doesn't change anything. You know, they'll have to wait till the playoffs or next season to see Ben Simmons physically in the flesh playing At and Wolf bouncing Fargo the Arena. basketball. Right. So I don't, like I said, I don't think it does much to move needle. Kyrie Irving's only eligible for four more games. Yeah. So I don't know what that does for the next chances of even getting out of that. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Unless New York. Grows our hearts grow three sizes and they change the mandates Too or bad. whatever. Uh, Russell Westbrook feels targeted now. Um, the fact uh, this is a weird topic to me because he's I've seen a lot of the comment sections on Bleacher Report um, and whatnot when this was when this was on Bleacher Report yeah. and the comment section was not kind to Westbrook. He was not happy with the the nickname he's been getting Westbrook. Um, 
So that's yeah. very good. Yeah, Russell, well, it's been, he's, yeah. Been, he's been a, he's been a masonry yeah. expert all season. So he it so he's he said that his name is being tarnished. Which, if it's from his perspective, you know what? I get it. I get it because you have your name, Russell Westbrook, the triple double master, the guy who beat Oscar Robertson's record, one of probably the most explosive point guards of the 2010s, mm-hmm. is now being besmirched. Rightly so, however. Uh, so, I suppose my point to that is at the same time, you're a professional. He was in the press conference saying, you know, this is, you know, it's just a game. It's not just a game. For Russell Westbrook and any other professional basketball player, it's a livelihood. Yeah. And so, you're going to get that. No matter where he's played, I'm sure he's gotten that. When he went back to OKC, he got that. When he went back to Miami, Dallas, Houston, well, not really. He got accepted by well, the OKC. Accepted by OKC, but when he went, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're gonna get the, the the fringe movement, the trolls. And he's always been. He's he hasn't really had a great relationship with fans throughout no, his career. But you know, when you have when you have things about you know his family being attacked, that's not okay. No. And so no, 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 no. Johnson did say this. He said Lakers nations are responsibly come together to support Russell Westbrook and his family. Threats and attacks on the Westbrook family are completely unacceptable. No. And will not be tolerated. There's no sp- place in sports for this type of behavior, period. No, 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 no. That's Fam- taking it fam- too far. Family, you can criticize the player all you want. That's it. But as soon as you bring family into you the equation, you're crossing a line. You can't do it. So, no. I mean, I I can understand why. He, and look, it hurts more because that's where he's from. Yeah. He played in UCLA. He grew up in LA. He grew up on the West Coast. He's got roots there. So, to feel like you're being alienated by people... It's well, not all the his only, fault. The only thing that'll shut people up is his play, and he put up thirty points the other night. It's not all his fault. Where yeah. is Anthony Davis? I told you, he's Anthony. Out. Anthony day to day Davis. I told you he's like crepe paper. He was gonna be out for at least a month, and that's yeah. what's happened. Yeah. All right, moving on. Baseball is back. Who would have thought we'd been saying this? I was about ready to call it. I was ready. I, I already put dirt on it. I was yeah. already shoveling up the getting the but ready. out of nowhere. Um. The two sides have apparently agreed. They've agreed to collect the But I'm Don't still you. I'm still knocking on wood because well, it hasn't been ratified yet. Not and yet. both sides are capable of conniving. So well, it's look, gonna be interesting to see what happens. I, but I think all sides point to the bigger picture is and what I said, what I've said before is those who remember ninety four remember an exposed team that <laughs> almost expo. had a chance to be on pace to at least make the playoffs and who knows. And make the they wanted the World Series that So year. you think about those situations, right? You think about if the fact that there was another strike, how many people on top of that you lose. And it's a different landscape than what it was. Yeah, and the fan and the and baseball's already been losing fans right. over the past couple seasons. So it doesn't matter if, if baseball's back on good, even teams like the Pittsburgh Pirates could be happy to fill two people in their stadium. <laughs> But, they're, they're, but they're, they're it, nice. with this now, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles are officially eliminated from postseason contention. Ooh, but but how, if they get the 14 <laughs> teams, I might have a chance. Yeah, but however, um, this means if the new CBA gets ratified, this means free agency and trades will start again. Rampant. And there are a lot of names still out there. Carlos it's, Correa, anybody? Oh, we'll He's be on. Ready we'll, to do it. You know, we'll be on that. We'll be all over it. All right, back to back MVP for Jokic is question it, mark. Honestly. I Question think, mark. I think it's in the realm of possibility. Whoa! He's, he's, I didn't think you were going to agree with me he, on that one. He's gone on the record saying that he 
wants Embiid to win this next MVP because yeah. he likes Embiid. Yeah. But I think yeah. his play has justified him winning yeah. another MVP. Yeah. He's been the single reason as to why the Nuggets Nuggets are still relevant. Like every every living man on that team is injured. Every one of them. So forty and twenty six right now. They yep. sit in the sixth spot. That kind of record in the East would put them at three. Yeah. Forty and twenty six for as you said. Well, no the East Michael is Porter, dense this year. No Michael Porter Jr. and no Jamal Murray, who's been out since last year with his ACL. Yeah. And Michael Porter Jr. had back surgery. He ain't coming back. Yeah. So the fact that they've done well, it, he's he's projected for late March, yeah, April. Yeah, but he's not going to be hundred percent. Yeah. He hasn't played all season, so yeah. it has been sitting with Jokic, and yeah. I'm of the mind that you can't give back-to-back MVPs. Joel Embiid is having a, a year. Well, you did that the, with Giannis. They did that with Giannis. So I know, but I just feel like this is Joel Embiid's year to get it, regardless of where Philly lands and where they go. But, you know, Jokic to get a second one would be a bit much, but look well, this, at what he's well, done this with is, that. Well, this is the regular season, and... He's had statistically the best regular season any NBA player has had. At one point, he was on pace to beat Giannis's PR record. And that's, by a player efficiency rating, that would put him as having the best regular season of all time. Yeah, so it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I actually believe that if, if there's some sympathy there... Look, he might, he if he were to win back-to-back MVPs, I don't think anyone would be complaining. Because he deserves it. That's just me. I got this one. What do we got? We have... The return of Jack Eichel. Yeah. So Jack Eichel. Yeah. I'm saying Eichel goes back to Buffalo against yep. his former team, yep. the Sabres, and the Sabres won. Well, the Sabres three to one yep. against the Golden Knights, who are struggling to yep. keep their heads above water in the Western standings. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a trying year for the Golden Knights. Um, they're looking to maybe bolster the deadline to get some reinforcements, but how much? Did, more assets do they really have to throw at this? Well, but the Sabres have been pretty stinky this year, but they get a win. They got a goal from one of the players that they got in the Jack Eichel trade. Uh, was that Alex one. Tuck? I, no, not Alex Tuck. It was, I forgot the player's name, because I don't watch hockey that much. All right. So, but it was, but it, was, it was a nice little goal, and that they mentioned that was one of the players who uh, was in the Jack Eichel trade. But, Every time Jack Eichel got the puck, he got booed. I'm not sure. Well, I don't think Sabres fans can really boo him. Why? I'm thinking he got injured. He was traded by Well, we know, we know what happened with that injury because the organization was inept with that. The owners, right. The Pagoulas were inept with right. that. Right, and then they traded him. They traded him. Because so, he asked he's... for a trade. He wanted to get out of there because they didn't let him get the surgery he desired. But fans don't know any better. This right. is what I said. So, this yeah. is what I said back when Anthony Davis was traded and he went to went back to uh, Smooth... Uh, whatever, smoothie here, arena, and got booed there. I'm like, why are they booing him? Fans don't know any better. All right, moving on. We got Abramovich has been sanctioned. Now, something bum, that, bum, bum. Some, some, something we thought was some, something we thought was going to happen last week has happened. He tried. I think he was moving so fast to get the boats and the thing and the that and the houses and the every and he's trying to do Trader Joe's and good now. He's been sanctioned. So that means there is no potential sale of Chelsea. So now Chelsea's sort of in limbo. Yep. And now the issue is whether or not the UK government would try to step in and caretake. or and Who knows what no, that's going to look like. Well, I think with Abramovich, it really comes down to he's been sanctioned, but will he face penalties for those sanctions? 
Um, I don't. It it just comes down to whether they can determine him as an actual oligarch, because mm. obviously we know about uh, what's going on in Ukraine and how a lot of um, countries in NATO have been like investigating Russian oligarchs, and it just comes down to the fact that whether the the UK government can figure out whether he is an actual oligarch. Um, I can't say for certainty whether he is or is not, uh-huh. but. It's it's really it's, it's not it, looking it, good. It, well, it, it it just changes the complexity for, you know, a team like Chelsea. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's English Premier League. It's it's the cream of the crop. They're not like some kind of team fighting for relegation. Yeah. This is a team that's up there, and now you don't have a have a direction as far as your ownership goes. They've got in terms of their player core, they have a good player core and can make noise in the Champions League again. I know, but, but it's, again, it's about the future. Yeah. You know, who's your owner? And he's willing, you know, is this owner going to spend the money that Abramovich has spent to get these guys in? So, you don't, you know, you're, if you're trying to recruit players in, you want to know who's at the top. And, and, also, the and all, also something that was a bit rubbed me the wrong way was during a UK, U, uh, moment silence for uh, Ukraine um, before kickoff, um, some Chelsea fans were chanting Abramovich's name, okay. which sort of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, really? Come on now. All right, I got this next one. All right. Happy so, birthday, Aaron Boone, who just turned yep. forty nine. Uh, current Yankee skipper. That will be I, baseball now. So I, he a Yankee, a Yankee cult hero. Ninety six wins. Yep. Not good enough. Yeah, a Yankee Not cult hero. Not good enough. Obviously, he hit baseball. that that home run. The game seven homer, two thousand three World Series against the Red Sox. Because they left Pedro out there. Yeah, they did. Yep. <laughs> but he's sort of been a weird manager to me. Weird. For, How? Well, he's he's been okay, but like. It feels like no manager can come in and be perfect for the Yankees. Well, no, because they deserve they they not they don't deserve no they they demand perfection. They yeah, demand I, it. I think so, but it's a different era now. I grew up in the era of George Steinbrenner, the late George Steinbrenner, who would have probably already fired Aaron Boone if he was still alive. Yeah. So I think the his, the history of ownership of the Yankees has changed, but he's he's averaged ninety six wins every single season he's coached. Yeah. So I don't. Is the Yankees made the playoffs each time? It's not quite enough because well, obviously we've had we've they had two great managers before they had Joe Torre and then Joe Girardi, right? And now, but boom. you know, at this point, it's about the about pennants, about yeah. championships, and the Yankees and are they known for and they have and they didn't make the World Series in the no. last decade. No, which, they haven't. And the Mets made one, so <laughs> well, win it though. Yeah, they All didn't right, win so it, but at least they made one. The other one. Uh, happy birthday, Kenny Smith. The Jet. Yep. Famously uh, one of the key components of the Rockets winning back-to-back championships mm-hmm. with, ha- with Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem and Clyde Drexler for 95. Yep. yep. And now, currently panelist of TNT Sports for yep. years and years and one, years. One of the main guys on Inside the NBA. Yep. Uh, a great, a good, a really good starting player in, at his peak, oh, yeah, yeah, won yeah. championships, yeah. and now he's a really great analyst. A very good analyst. And so, so happy birthday to that. And lastly, March Madness, congratulations to Chattanooga. So this is with now, a ridiculous shot to win it. It doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. This is the this is the time for teams on the bubble. Yeah. And so this is where this is March. This is March where madness is going to start, and we got teams on the bubble, and you have to win or get in, and they won, and they're in, and other teams have lost, and they've fizzled out. So, I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, looking forward, March Madness is going to be one of the things we'll be covering. Oh, yeah. And it is, like, 
March Madness has to be one of the best um, times on the sports calendar. Oh yeah, because you got it, upsets galore. Teams. And we, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention Loyola Chicago are back again, again. Sister, know. Sister Jean, remember that great run they had in two thousand eighteen? Now they're back again. Oh. So they're gonna be one of the main main teams people are gonna be rooting for. But that's our show for this Friday. Um, a lot of surprising elements that we had more. to talk about this week there'll but and there'll be more mlb if it if the cba gets ratified knock on wood we will get some free agent moves and some trades and there'll be a lot of them uh and then we'll get some more nba news coming mm-hmm. we'll also have some leading up to the draft uh the combine just went by we'll have pro days coming mm-hmm. and we might do a mock draft down the road yeah all right so thank you guys for listening if you're coming from tiktok welcome we do this thing twice a week and yeah stay tuned and we'll see you guys next time au revoir